Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. On today's call, we're going to talk about 10 ways to move up the ladder. 10 ways to move up the ladder. Now, are you working hard but still not getting the respect at the office? Are your million dollar ideas getting shot down like ducks at a shooting gallery? Or even worse, you're being ignored? We're going to share some practical and scriptural ways to gain promotions and move up the ladder of success. But first, Job 17.9, 17.9, New Living Translation. The righteous keep moving forward, and those with clean hands become stronger and stronger. If you own your own business, the things we're going to share will help you become a better employer and train new employees in the correct work ethic. It's more common for people today to change jobs several times and even change careers. I can tell you for a statistical fact that every 70% work in their current job simply because they want a paycheck. This is you. You can continue to be miserable or you can start to make things different. First point is huge. It's your key to success. If I were to ask 10 people, including believers, who they work for, 9 out of 10 would give you the wrong answer. They might say, American Motors, IBM, General Motors, federal government, mom and pop's daughter down the street. The real truth of the matter is that no matter who you name, they're only the ones who write your check. The truth, well, that you must know to get ahead and stay ahead is that you're really working for God. That's it. Ephesians 6, 7, paraphrased. Rendering service to your employer with goodwill as to the Lord and not to men. You know, honey, the one thing about that is the fact that when you do that, it makes life easier. Yes, it does. You're not, you just think, Lord, I'm doing this for you. Absolutely. And if you got a not so great, I'm starting to say something different, but a not so great supervisor or, you know, um, owner or something, I'll tell you, it'll change you. It around. will change your attitude. And it'll really help you. It will. Ooh. See, so, go ahead. You please. should do everything, and definitely that includes your job, as if you are the Lord's employee. And that he's watching, and guess what? He's always watching. Yes, he is. When you understand the principle of performing your assigned responsibilities as unto the Lord and not to men, you immediately add an extra dimension yes. of powerful success and advancement to whatever vocation you might be involved in. The mindset will immediately increase the value you place on the things that you do for your employer. And that alone places you in a position of employment on a much higher level of value. There is a powerful principle of increase behind the mindset of being the Lord's employee. In recent times, millions of people have been wearing a bracelet that says WWJD, which means what would Jesus do? And the question you must answer is, what would you do differently on the job if you knew that Jesus and not your supervisor would be evaluating your performance? Mm. Truthfully, he is. That's right. Scripture is quite clear. We should do everything that's unto the Lord. That means he's the ultimate evaluator. Once you realize that God is watching you, it takes the focus off your work and that not-so-good boss or supervisor it puts it squarely on someone you love and trust, your Heavenly Father. 
If God is watching, and we know he is, then... Mm -mm. Number one, if you're doing your job as unto the Lord, there will be a more valuable standard of excellence that will guide you, your effectiveness, as well as your enthusiasm for the job. And number two, you'll feel your conscience bothering you when you want to use a lame excuse to leave early or, you know, to be the traffic or whatever it is, and you start or start spending extra time on your break, etc. Next time, you next thing you know, and I'm serious, you'll find others noticing a change in your behavior. Do you know someone who does what is right even when others don't? Someone others can trust to be honest and fair even when no one is looking? You know who I'm talking about. The person who is respectful to others and gives credit where credit is due. Well, you are that person. Because I know if you're listening to this call, that's the kind of person you are. That's right. Even unbelievers respect an honest and an above-board person in the workplace. In fact, it's one of the greatest tools we have in drawing uh, them out of their darkness into God's light. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, Psalm 119, starting with verse 104 to 105, Living Bible. And since only your rules can give me wisdom and understanding, no wonder I hate every false teaching. Your words are a flashlight to light the path ahead of me and keep me from stumbling. Wow. Next, if it isn't your boss or supervisor, there is going to be someone in your work situation that can really get under your skin. The problem here is a negative attitude toward them that can actually hold you back from advancement. The key is to take your eyes off the circumstances that, I will admit, is not easy, especially when it first happens and your emotions want to go explode right out of your mouth. <laughs> it's hard when you've been put in a position that is grossly, perhaps grossly, grossly unfair and not even your fault. But I tell you what, it pays to remember two things. The first is one of our favorite scriptures, and it came to pass. <laughs> I know. The situation may be tense today, but your response is either going to fuel it or defuse it. And the second one is immediately that we remember is a unique position of favor. Your father God sits on, your dad sits on the ultimate throne in heaven, and your brother just happens to be the king of kings and lord of lords. And if you doubt, you can read Psalm 75, it tells you what the Lord does when he notices that you're doing things right and other people are doing it wrong. So we may feel as though we have been treated as a nobody at work, but the truth is the king of the universe is our father. Now that's what we've decided that's, you know, what we need to do is please our real employer, who is God himself. But we can take it a step further, can't we, honey? Yes, we can. Remember, just because you've had some experience or a great education, sometimes you need to show a willing, whatever needs to be done attitude. Young man was hired by a supermarket. He reported for duty the first day of the week. The manager greeted him with a warm handshake and a smile. He gave him a broom and said, your first job is to sweep the store. The young man said, but I'm a college, college grad, graduate. I'm a college graduate, he said indignantly. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that, the manager said. Here, give me the broom, and I'll show you how. <laughs> I love that. Manage up. If you don't have to... You don't really have you to You don't become, have to become bosom buddies with your boss. That's right. But part of getting the job done is building relationships. 
Work with your supervisor to make the most out of both your careers. The Golden Rule principle works for everyone. Managing up is building the kind of relationship with your supervisor that results in mutual success. There are 10 ways to build up the ladder by giving your boss a boost. Remember, the Bible says promotion comes from God. That's it. Number one, what is your, that's the, by the way, it says the promotion comes from God. That is uh, Psalm 75. Number one, what is your boss looking for? Develop a clear outline of your boss's goals and needs that he wants you to use and put them, and that'll help you be put on the right track. What are you hired for and are you doing it? Number two, what are your organizational goals? Your business probably cares more about the bottom, uh, more, hopefully more than just the bottom line. But read the perspective or the employee handbook or whatever and get on the same page as those managing you. If you're in tune with the goals of the organization, you're going to reach success where everyone can prosper. Number three, analyze the person. If your boss is not a morning person, present ideas to them in the afternoon once they get up into the job. If it helps their understanding to see things in writing, then write your ideas down. Number four, observe. Observation is simple and it can be very powerful. Pay attention to the cues and the clues of the behavior of supervisors or owners and determine how you can help. What means the most to them? Number five, talk to your boss. Ask how you can help your manager be successful and turn and in turn, that makes you successful by helping them. Those are good points. Yes, they are. Number six, be positive about others. You know when people come to you talking about others, that you're just as likely to be talked about when you're not there? Be a supporter. Find something good to say about others. Don't join in talking about others behind their back. It's hard to find gossip about someone who speaks well of everyone. Number seven, practice assertiveness. If you have a positive and helpful idea, don't be afraid to present it. Have your facts together in an organized manner. Stand up, look to the person in their look at the person in their eyes, and give your opinion. Most any boss or supervisor is willing to hear people who have their facts together and making a straightforward presentation. Number eight, learn to handle criticism. Since we're imperfect, we'll receive feedback. Don't immediately react to criticism. Take it in, then go home and assess what was said. Yes. Take in the meat and throw out the bones. Most of the time, people are trying to help you. And even if they're not, honey, the point is they could bring up stuff that maybe you need to think about. That's true. Number nine, sell your ideas. You're selling more than an idea. You're selling yourself. Think it through and have their questions answered before they're asked. And number 10, build a wide set of relationships with people in the office. People with a high opinion of you are more willing to support your ideas. Be as kind to the floor sweeper yes. as you are to your co-worker and the boss. That's right. You never know when someone will find a valuable piece of paper on the floor and run it, return it to your desk instead of throwing it in the trash can. The golden rule works for everyone. Yes, and the Think Lord on these ten things. Notices it. Yeah. Think on these ten things. Uh-huh. They'll bless you. And have a tremendous Thursday. And ask God to help you.
Yes. Apply what needs to be applied to your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. It we, is so rich. Yes, it is. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.